What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, Vice President of Marketing at The Juice. It's no excuse December. We are here the last month of the year, the last month of the quarter for many. Bringing Jonathan on the program today, we are talking about taking big swings, what this means, why we're doing it, and why it is more important now than ever before. If you like what we're doing over here, follow, subscribe, hit all the buttons. Most importantly, tell a marketing friend that you are enjoying Modern Day Marketer. All right, you ready? Let's go. What's up, everyone? I have Jonathan back on the show. We're going to be talking about December. We're going to talk about investing in marketing, what we should be doing, how we should be doing it. I think a lot of us, um, guilty of this, uh, we roll into December and it's like, uh, you know what? Like, let's start making a bunch of excuses. Like, it's the holidays. People are at the office. Salespeople are busy. We shouldn't help them because we don't want to interfere. But what I've learned over the course of doing this thing for a while, December is probably uh, the month where you can get the most stuff done. You just got to do it. So we're going to talk about that, planning for next year, get this one in before the holiday season. Jonathan, I'm sure this is a topic that uh, tickles your fancy a little bit. Welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I feel like in my best uh, car commercial announcer voice, we're going to make it a December to remember. <laughs> got to get the deals out. Uh, just, I feel like I've got a million jingles going on in my <laughs> head. feel like I should be watching the local news with that kind of sound bite. Maybe let's, let's start here. You know, this like December timeframe, we've said it just as a team very often where it's like, Hey, like, you know, people are going to be busy. We're not going to get responses. And I think that can lead to people defaulting to not doing anything, but I'm not sure that's the best thing. I'm not sure that we shouldn't continue doing what we're doing and trying to, you know, hit our goals and KPIs just because there's a big holiday or two around the corner. What are your thoughts just on that in general from just like a marketing and sales perspective? Absolutely. I, um, I was at a uh, at my previous stop in my career. I was at a healthcare analytics platform. We sold to benefits consultants, essentially. And uh, fall into kind of early winter was actually a really busy season for us. Prior to that, I was at uh, a craft brewery uh, where the winter time was uh, until January was our busy season. People loved warming up with craft beer uh, during the holidays, and so that was a busy season for us. Uh, prior to that, uh, kind of going all the way back my career, I was at Exactar. I remember the B2B seasonality, and I remember going into this time last year at the Juice being like, oh, yeah, there's some B2B seasonality, but it was very real for us, and we get to measure it through a few different quantifiable experiences, which is platform engagement, you know, all the sales and marketing metrics as well. So we, we saw it on across our entire business, and it was it was much more stark and much more um, the contrast was very real uh, compared to what I had grown used to. And I, I remember being a little caught off guard. So this year we've, we've done things to plan around it. And I, I think that's what it's all about for all sales and marketing teams is, you know, I think being sensitive to the seasonality of it and being sensitive to your buyers kind of own calendars. But, but how, do you, how do you still make it a valuable time for your business, your team, your customers? Um, we have some unique opportunities to do that. But I think you're right. Like, 
like the the alternative to planning around it is just doing what you're doing and understanding it's going to be less effective because there's just less activity or kind of like you said just being like well it's just gonna be slow and we're not gonna do anything about it and that's what it is and kind of almost like forfeiting the month right so um i think there's i think there is a unique opportunity i think it takes you outside of your comfort zone maybe or outside of your status quo a little bit but i think that's a a, i enjoy those zig when they're zagging opportunities personally yeah i don't know if it's uh what it is but coming back from thanksgiving if these marketers out there are using some sort of like automation software where there's like a blitz button but i have like my inbox over the last two days i've been hit with more like cold outreaches than I, I have in a long time. So I, I don't know if that's the spirit of like people trying to get your attention right before they know you're going to go offline or what that is, but that's just a, a small sample thing that I found interesting, but, but agree with, but agree with you. Like if people are not going to be responding, if people are not going to be around, my mentality is like, what are the other things that we can be doing to maybe get their attention when they're back in the office or making sure, you know, you're being set up for success once you enter the office back in January and hit the ground running. And I think we'd be, you know, it'd be a miss on our part to not at least mention that this year is probably, there's even going to be more sensitivity to everything going on in the macro environment, right? There's, there's probably more people who are transitioning jobs or looking for jobs right now in the sales and marketing space than previous years. I think that also means there's probably more companies that are, um, you mentioned your inbox being full. There's probably more companies that are a little bit in desperation mode right now, right? And trying everything in their kind of in their toolkit to hit some numbers before the end of the year. So it, that that's an interesting clash that I think uh, is worth mentioning that this year is even probably more unique kind of seasonality than what we've seen previously. I mean, nothing compares to the last two years with COVID. So I think every year probably has its own unique uh, flavor, but uh, this year with what's going on in the macro environment and then layer that on with business challenges. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting holiday season for everybody involved. Good call out. And b- before we get off of that, I want to touch on that where it's like, yeah, you could, you open up your LinkedIn feed and there's a new dire update from somebody every day and it sucks. It's just the nature of what's happening in the B2B space right now. So I guess the question back to you, put, putting you on the hot seat, is the expectation we should have as marketers that whoever we're trying to connect with or whoever we're trying to reach out to is organization is being impacted at some level and we should have empathy towards those humans when we're trying to connect with them. Although we're all trying to hit our numbers and we're trying to do it because it's our job to do it. Should we be thinking about that outreach any differently based on the current state of B2B and what's happening? I'm going to answer this with my favorite answer that I give way too often on this podcast is I don't know. And so I, but so like, it's a great question. And I think the only way to know is to actually talk to your customers and your buyers. And that's, that's admittedly like what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to talk to 50 marketers before the end of the year. And one of the questions I'm asking all of them is how's the economy impacting your business. And now through that, I've learned for most B2B SaaS businesses, the answer is yes, negatively for most agencies. The answer is yes. It's impacting us. Like we're busier than ever. Right. Which is natural team businesses shrinking their marketing team, looking to outsource some of those same tactics. So I think that has empowered 
uh, me to know how to reach out to and how to uh, connect with different types of buyers and what their different unique pain points are right now. I, I would suspect, you know, pretty much all B2B SaaS businesses being impacted negatively. But I think until you actually go out and do the work to find out yourself, it would be uh, irresponsible to maybe just apply that assumption to everybody. I think that's fair. And I love the non, non-committal, non-answer. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's refreshing that you're not just making up bullshit on the podcast. I think people appreciate that. Uh, so what I want to talk about next is let's say in all likelihood, if you're trying to connect with people, reach out to people, you might have a struggle, especially around this season, but that shouldn't stop you from planning ahead I think a lot of conversations we have and feedback I get from Kate is like, you know, people are planning their budgets. Um, people are trying to, you know, although it might be smaller, maybe reinvest in certain areas. So by the time this drops, I will have written an article where I talk a little bit about B2B investments in 2023 and how we're thinking about it at the ju- thinking about it at the juice. Spoiler alert punchline, a lot of it is centered around content distribution. So I guess this thought I have is that in the article, I define like big swings because I think we need to take big swings as marketers in 2023, because if we don't, then we're just going to be stuck doing the same stuff in the status quo. And it's probably not going to elevate our brand. It's probably not going to generate the pipeline we need for our salespeople. And then we might be out of a job, you know, in the next six six months. So I am recommending to others take big swings, whatever that big swing is for you and defining what that, what that means to me. I'd be curious um, when you think about taking a big swing, taking chances, like how would you define that? Like what are some ways you think about that from a uh, investing in perspective and ROI on the other side? I I love the uh, sentiment behind taking a big swing right now. I think We've talked about this, but I, I think doing doing nothing right now is more risky than being opportunistic. I, I think now is a great time to be opportunistic. A lot of people, I think, are you know they're almost paralyzed by what's happening in the economy right now, and I there there are realities to that, right? Like some people just don't have the runway to invest or the budget to invest. But I think if you if you can be if you can find the budget or if you have the budget to invest, man, it's a great, it's a great time to act when others aren't. And you'll just get a foot up on your competition because they're paralyzed by uh, inaction or um, you'll be able to get, I mean, admittedly, like there's probably better prices on software right now than you would typically get in an uh, up economy, right? Where um, you're going to be able to, people are going to be more flexible in negotiation, billing start dates, Billing structure, like I just think there's such a great opportunity now to, as so many people are are. I'm not, and it's not all just spend to go out and spend. Um, I think there's such a great opportunity to just act right now, and so many people are slowing and freezing. I think <clears throat> taking a big swing, and I think the environment means that your big swing might not be as expensive as it typically is, or as uh, there might not be as much noise to compete with as there typically is. I think it's a savvy marketers will be opportunistic and see those results right now. As I was sitting down and compiling my thoughts on this and talking about big swings, uh, I had this feeling and this feeling I had was thinking about anyone who was taking the time to read this piece and thinking about them reading it and being like, I agree with big swings, but 
this is going to be a challenge for me as our budgets have shrinked to say, okay, we need to, we need to do things differently and we need to maybe invest in this channel or this strategy. And I know we haven't done it in the past, but we need to do this right now because it matches maps to business outcomes that we have as an organization. And I believe as the marketer, based on my studying and research, this is going to help us do this as opposed to what we were doing in the past. And I think about the, the just saying that and it's like, sure, of course we should go on conviction and instinct, but there's also the second piece of this where it's like, you know, it's the marketer needing to be the internal salesperson. And it's like, well, how, how during these times where pressure's on, we want more results than ever before with little um, resources. How do you go about as a marketer selling the business case internally that you should be doing X instead of Y? Like, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, my recommendation is like, make sure it maps to overall business outcomes. But like, how do you even think about going and having that conversation with your, you know, your CMO or your CEO or, or whoever that uh, primary stakeholder is? First, I would say, I think a big part of the marketer's role is internal marketing and building the relationships with your CFO, your CMO, your CEO, whoever the, you know, the people are that you need to prove this out to. And hopefully you have the trust that they, they trust your conviction and your gut instinct. But I would say more tactically than that, you sure as hell better be able to measure the impact, right? I think if you are taking a big swing, we talk about it on our team as placing bets. We've been given a stack of chips and we get to place different amounts of chips on different bets. But the second you know something is or is not working, which means inherently you have to be able to measure whether or not it's working, let's move those chips, right? If it's not working, let's pull those chips back as quickly as possible. If it is working, let's move chips to that bet as quickly as possible. So I think it's, you know, hopefully, again, you have the trust internally, but if you're taking a big swing, especially right now, you have to make sure you have a plan in place to tell whether or not it's successful on the other side. I think that's right. And I don't know. I feel like any marketer out there probably has um, thoughts going through their head. And maybe a lot of it is like, how the hell am I supposed to hit these projected KPIs that uh, my CFO and, you know, operations team is projecting going into this quarter? I don't know. Like my big thing is always like reassess, reevaluate, and don't be scared to try mm-hmm. something new. Um, I think it's when we get stuck doing the same stuff over and over again, um, the challenge is breaking through. And I think by taking a big swing and investing in a new strategy, there's an opportunity out there to maybe start some conversations, gain some new customers that you wouldn't wouldn't have gotten if you were just staying put. Yeah, earlier I think I said doing nothing is risky. I think, you know, maybe the the better way to frame that that you just did a good job of is like status quo is risky. You know, <laughs> status quo is what got us in a lot of a lot of us in this situation of like, okay, like what got us here isn't going to get us through this or what got us here isn't going to get us there. And um, I think you're gonna have to take some big swings to find a way to break through. All right, before we let you go, the balance, the balance of execution and the balance of planning, you know, it'll be December by the time this drops, likely it may be two and a half, three weeks to actually do anything. How do you look at this situation from a a marketing perspective and what are maybe some recommendations? I'm a product. So I I spent some time in product marketing. Uh, I was about to say I'm a product marketer by trade, but I don't know if that's true or not. I've spent some time in product marketing. 
and then even in the beer industry, I was, you know, kind of PR and comms part of that. We always were launching things, uh, whether it's product marketing or in the beer industry. And I always wanted to have the perfect plan in place, prepared, ready to go. And then have that moment in time where it's like, we click go on something and it's like, fire this, fire this, fire this, right? I like, I've had to break that habit a little bit, I think in our environment and in my role now of, um, I think you've done a good job of pushing me on this some as well of like, Hey, we're going to launch this. We're not sure if it's right, but we're going to figure it out as we go or have a way to measure whether or not it's working or not in real time. And again, pull back or double down on it. So I think to a degree, especially any entrepreneurs out there, like it's probably never going to be perfect. There's never going to be a perfect time to take a big swing. There's always going to be, it wouldn't be a big swing if there was no risk involved or everything was perfectly planned. Um, but if you have the right team in place and you have the right structure in place to measure it, uh, you should be able to know pretty quickly if it's a, a swing uh, that was worth taking or you need to go find another swing. No excuse, December. Get to work. We're going to be uh, sharing more about w- what we're working on, how we're doing it. Um, thank you for following along on Modern Day Marketer. Make sure you're subscribed to our other channels. Follow us on The Juice if you're not already. Jonathan, you're off the hot seat. Now I get when I'm uh, got my morning coffee tomorrow. Um, I'll make sure that I uh, mute the commercials so I, I don't get that uh, whatever you said earlier out of my head. December to remember. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Brett. Really enjoyed that conversation. I am thinking a lot about taking big swings. You have to take these big swings in order to stand out. You might miss a few times, but all it takes is landing that one. Hopefully you enjoyed this conversation. You take care of yourself, take care of others around you. We got a great conversation with an awesome marketer coming up on Friday. You're not going to want to miss it. I promise you that. Take care.